0: What is up, y'all? Welcome to the Follow That Fear podcast, a show dedicated to empowering you to follow that fear, pursue what is calling you, and take it one step at a time. My name is Kat. I'm an educator and the host of the show. And today I'm so excited because we are talking about our audience and we're talking about our niche. And these are, well, I ain't going to lie, the niche part is not my favorite topic, but I love talking about audiences because I love my audience, guys. Like, I love my audience. So I'm really excited about this episode, and I feel like it's much needed. And yeah, I'm just, I'm really, really, really pumped. Uh, So what I want to talk about is the why and how to niche and to find your ideal customer and I say ideal customer because if you're listening to this I'm gonna assume you want a business one day call me crazy and if you don't actually DM me like and tell me I don't want a business I just want to like do this thing tell me because I, I'm gonna assume you want a business and if you are on that boat I I've, I know how it is and when it comes to your niche, and when it comes to your customer, especially your ideal customer, I have struggled with really understanding my audience. Like I have a personal page where I did my social media thing a while back, and then I created the follow that fear Instagram account for this podcast. And I've just have a have had a lot of ebbs and flows in figuring out my niche and really understanding my audience. So today I want to share mindsets and strategies that have helped me get focused on really understanding my niche and also really understanding my ideal customer. Those are the focuses today. So I'm talking to people who want to make money online, who maybe you're a blogger, maybe you want to start a business, maybe you're a photographer, but we are in this crazy world where the internet is our life, like it is a part of our life and we're not gonna get out of it. So this is what I'm talking about today, let's get started. All right, so number one, take self-awareness seriously. I need you to get real focused on what you love doing, what you love seeing, Think about the moments that you that you feel the most happiness. What is it about those moments that get you pumped? So let me give you a little bit of background. I want you to really, really think and take the time to really learn about yourself so that you can really find your niche. Find a niche that you actually give a crap about. And look, you're talking to someone who has had like four or five niches (laughs) since I started anything on social media. So I feel you. Honestly, though, I don't care if you go through four or five niches like I did, but it's good just to start going. I mean, of course, I'd prefer you just really like if I could start over, I would have done a lot a little bit more work so I could really focus on my niche. That being said, it's a part of my journey. If I, if I didn't go through all these different like phases on social media, I wouldn't be doing what I love doing right now. That being said, number one, grow your self-awareness, read books, educate yourself, talk to your family, talk to your friends, ask them, what do you think I would, I'm great at? what do I enjoy most? Ask them for your strengths. Ask them how they would describe you in three words. Ask them, hey, if I were ever to do some type of crazy profession or start a business in some way, what what do you think I'd be good at? Ask your closest friends and family. And if they think you're crazy, I want you to get on some Facebook groups, some like business Facebook groups, and I want you to ask questions there or freaking ask Facebook in general or wherever you have friends and family. I know it's putting yourself out there and I know it's weird, but that being said, you need the self-awareness to really find a niche that you care about. I hope somebody's hearing this. So I realized for myself, and this is after doing a lot of work, I realized for myself that I love seeing People win. I love seeing underdogs win. I love seeing women of color win. And when I say win, I like seeing women of color in high places. I like to hear stories about self made millionaires. I like millionaires who are women or women of color like i love the underdog story of the person who grew up in poverty who's now a multimillionaire there is nothing no story i love better than that and you know how i realized that i was like okay let me look at my favorite movies like what what is what do i really am drawn to and like my favorite movies all are stories like dramas about an underdog. Like I love Aaron Brockovich. It's like one of my favorite movies, but I loved how she like worked her way through. I love the pursuit of happiness. Like I just love stories of perseverance and grit and hard work. Like I love that stuff. So, and trust me, this didn't happen overnight, but I don't want you to take too long on it. I really do want you to ask your friends and family, and I want you to sit down and really think about what you enjoy doing and what area of focus you want to work on for your business. So if you are a wedding planner, you already know what you love. You already got your niche, but maybe you need to find a niche for something else. Maybe you want to create content. You don't have to be everywhere. You don't have to be on Instagram, YouTube, this, 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 that. You already have your niche. Great. Now you got to find a platform that you're going to be an expert on or content kind of resource you're going to be an expert on. But we can all find a niche or a focus wherever we are in our path of entrepreneurship. I hope this makes sense. All right, so number two, stop trying to serve everyone. Stop trying to appeal to the masses with your content. Stop trying to appeal to the masses for your business, yo, you, this is so important because if the reason an ideal customer is important to have and why you don't want to serve everyone is when you try to serve everyone, you are getting mixed in with a ton thousands of people who are trying to serve everyone. Figure out who your niche is figure out who is actually purchasing things from you who are your real customers identify them identify who your ideal customer is in the marketing world there's this um, acronym called ica and that's ideal customer avatar and it's basically a made-up person and sometimes it's a real person but like you know as a business owner you have an ICA and your ICA is your ideal customer. And in marketing, you create content, you create products, you create marketing campaigns that will appeal to her or to him. And the reason it helps is it helps you to have focus. So you can really focus on the ideal customer. You don't wanna, you don't want to appeal to everyone because when you appeal to everyone, you appeal to no one. We are living in a world where special specialties are better than like a general generalist. So actually my sister told me this. My sister is like, uh, oh God, I'm trying to think of it. But my sister told me, if you are going if you want to get your nails done, Are you going to go to the nail salon are you going to go to one of those spas that have like every single service and then just get your nails done there? No, you want to go to the nail salon or she had a better one. She had a better example, but I won't even get into that because I am going to have her on the podcast soon. But anyways, you want to have a specialty. You don't want to appeal to the masses. You want to appeal to your customers. So think about your message. Think about What you actually are telling people every day with your content, what you're telling customers when you're meeting with them. Think about that. What do you believe people need more of? Do they need more peace? Do they need more tools? Do they need more skills? Especially when it comes to your business or your, you know, industry or whatever that looks like for you. But what do you believe they need? This will look different for everyone. You know, I struggled with really figuring out who my ideal customer was when I started being active on social as a blogger, and it was because I was playing the old Instagram games. I was like following, 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 like, give me some, I want the most followers, la-da-da-da, and I realized, and I realized this with a lot of learning and education and all that good stuff, is that we have to stop trying to get like all the followers and all the attention. We just have to serve the people we want to serve. That's it. And there's enough people for you to make money and also to serve. Like there is. So I need you. I want you because I love you (laughs) to get out of this like old school mentality of, oh, I need to serve everyone. I want everyone to like my content. I want everyone to like my post because girl, everyone's not going to like your post. Everyone's not going to like your business idea. Everyone's not going to like your business name. Everybody's not going to like your content. And that's just the way it is. And we know this, but why are we trying to appeal to everyone then? All right. So let's talk about how you find your ideal customer avatar. How do you find your ideal customer avatar? I want you to think about the people that engage with you the most or think about your customers so if you've actually sold something before think about your actual customers think about who they are think about everything about them so like think about all of them and then think what are what are the most common thread between all of them what do they have in common what types of questions Did they ask you? What do they do on weekends? Do they have a family? All of that, like dig in deep. These are signals of the people you are serving. So if you're a content creator and you're creating content, who is the most engaging? Who's actually commenting? Who's actually sending you DMs? Who are your, you know, like your fans, the people who are like, they got your back. Who are they? And what do they have in common? So for me, I've realized because I've, I've, you know, I'm growing follow that fear Instagram account and I also have my personal page. I've realized really quickly that I appealed to a lot of women of color, mostly Latinas. And I, one, I love that, but two, I'm like, okay, this makes sense. So in the beginning of my podcast, when I, I didn't really for sure have like, an ideal customer avatar, now it's really getting fine-tuned. It's really getting fine-tuned. But think about these things. Think about who are your customers? What attitudes do they have? Think about them. And then this is number three. This is another mindset I want you to focus on. Think, so now that I've told you all that, now think of this person, your ideal customer avatar, think of them as one person one person. Think about this as a mindset of compassion. And what does that mean? I don't even know if I said that right. But when I why I want you to think of one person is because I want you to take a step back and understand that the reason we want to do this is we want to have compassion for them what is their life like so when we're thinking about one person what is what is what does she do for a living what is does she have kids does she have a husband what does her morning routine look like does she get her nails done what are her favorite movies like get down to the nitty-gritty because the reason we want to think of one person as our ideal customer avatar is it gives us clarity on how to serve her or how to serve him. So I want you to really, really think about the person you have in mind. Think about who engages with you the most. Think about who, what customers have come back to you multiple times or really, really raved about you. And think about them and put them in a box and figure out everything about them. I actually, last week, had an interview with somebody who, you know, is one of my audience members and really friend now um, that I adore and I got to learn so much from her and I got to learn from her because I interviewed her and that was the purpose of that call. Like I want to get to know the struggles of an entrepreneur, especially like a newer entrepreneur. Um, that is what I do. So I want you to think of one person, and again, the reason behind this is that it's going to give you clarity when you're making business decisions. So number four, I want you to understand and make an effort to understand your ICA's biggest challenges, their biggest fears and annoyances. So this is number four, understand your ICA's biggest challenges, fears, and annoyances. If you have, let's say a retail business, think about that customer experience. In that customer experience, so let's just talk about retail and and use that as an example. Think about the biggest challenges when you're looking for clothing online. For me, I'm always stressed of like if it's going to fit, right? I also really, really, really like when it's packaged really cute, right? Like when it has a cute little message or when it has like when it's labeled or just when the packaging's nice, I just feel special. But what are my challenges? My challenges is the fit. Is, is the item going to fit? I hate when the return policy is like really annoying or like hard, And I know for small businesses, that's kind of like hard to handle. And that's cool. Like you got to do what you got to do. But like just think about her challenges. Think about her annoyances. If you're like, let's say a wellness coach, think about your customer throughout your day. What are her biggest challenges? Does she, is time a challenge for her? Does she have kids is eating right difficult? Is it does she have anxiety? Does she have bad habits? Where can you serve her? The point of understanding her biggest challenges and fears and annoyances is so that we could fill a gap of help, right? I want to help you because you're a business. we I'm a business, we're a business, and we're trying to help people. And when we really understand our customers' challenges, we get to help them better. We get to help them better. I hope this is making sense for somebody. All right. And then number five, write this all down. That's my last strategy. I want you to take the time right now to get, to pull out a piece of paper wherever you are, if you can, if not, pause this and do it later. But if you can, take out a piece of paper and a pen, and here's what I want you write, to write down. I want, I'm going to go through these one more time. Number one, self-awareness. Find a niche. Find a niche. It's going to involve some self-awareness. Think about the things you love seeing. Think about those feelings when you get excited, when you meet somebody that you really like admire. What is it about them that you admire? Do you, what is it about them? Like those moments where you get excited, what is it about the, those moments? Question yourself and ask, why do I feel this way? What is it that I love so much about this? Ask your friends and family what you are an expert in, what they come to you for. Think of the times, like who who are you to your friends and family, what do they come to you for? And then figure out a niche, a niche down. Number two, stop trying to serve everyone. So make a list of your ideal customer avatar. So make a list of where she lives, what's her name, what are we going to call her? Does she have kids? Does she have a job? Does she work a lot? Does she work too much? Does she not work at all? Is she a stay-at-home mom? Does she watch Netflix? Like, what are her habits? What are... And then... Write down also on a separate little area. Write down all of her challenges, especially as it relates to your niche. What are her challenges, her fears, her annoyances? What is it? Also, I want to say with like a re like a physical product company, this can also be like, you know, one of the challenges for me is like I want to look close. I want to get clothes that I look hot in, especially right now, because I feel like I always look like a slob. So recently I'm like, okay, I'm trying to look like real cute, you know, but I also want to be cozy. So that's a challenge for me. So like it could be across the board. It doesn't have to be just the online space, but I want you to write down a list of her challenges, fears, and annoyances. Got it. I want you to write this down and then I want you to take a good look at it and feel good about it, put it away, and the next day I want you to look at it and decide if this is what you're going to go with. So write this down, get one night of sleep, look at it tomorrow, and say, am I really going to do this? Am I really going to focus on this? And then if you do, go do it. DM me. If you're going to do this, DM me right now. Go to your Instagram and DM me. And say, I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm figuring out my niche. I got my ICA. Because this is what it's gonna take if we wanna get serious. Ah, I was so pumped right now. Like I'm just like on a high. I love this stuff. I think that was all I had for you today. Thank you so, so much. I just hope you took something away from it. Um, also I wanted to let you know if you are looking for one on one coaching to bounce your idea off with somebody, I could be your girl. I'm offering coaching. So let me know. Email me at hihi.catdelcarman at gmail.com. And I will send you my PDF with services, prices, and all that. Um, But to be honest, y'all, if you are for real getting serious about your business, let me know. If you took away anything from this episode, please, please, please share it on your IG stories, share it with a friend. I would so appreciate it. Um, but thank you so, so much for spending this time with me. I do not take it for granted, not one single bit. All right, guys, have a good one. Talk to you soon. Bye.